I see in your eyes. The same fear that would take the heart of me. A day may come when the courage of men fails, when we forsake our friends and break all bonds of fellowship. But it is not this day. An hour of wolves and shattered shields when the age of men comes crashing down. But it is not this day. This day we fight. By all that you hold dear on this good earth, I bid you stand, men of the West! Welcome to the rabbit hole. My name is Tom. Tonight, all you poor unfortunate souls are stuck with me. Tammy is sick. She will not be able to be on tonight. So, it's going to be just me. This week has been hectic. I mean, it's been up and down. You know, talk about uh, the convoy in Canada. The turns that it, that's taking the... You know, they're like, well, we recognize your right to protest, but, and anytime you put the word but in there, it takes away anything that you said before. So I listened to an excerpt coming from uh, YouTube on somebody uh, that was interviewing the governor, or not the governor, but the mayor of Windsor, Canada. And he's like, well, I understand their right to protest, but they're shutting down commerce down here. And if they opened up just one lane of traffic, well, if you open up one lane of traffic, guess what? Then it doesn't do any good. Nobody's going to listen to you because the next thing you're going to sit there and say is, well, you know, if you don't open up two lanes of traffic, it ain't going to be safe traveling. You know, everything's based on safety, kind of like COVID. You remember that? So, you know, this thing with... Uh, trucking or you know sending the freedom convoy across the United States I I really really like the premise of it I am however a little bit skeptical on their location and here's what I mean by that if you want to do something like that you don't go to Washington DC Washington DC is dead there is nothing there. We all know that. Everything we say falls on deaf ears. So in order for you to get things to go, get your point across to Washington, D.C., you have to control the puppet masters who are controlling the puppets. The only way you do that is by following the money. You take away their money flow, now you have something going. That is why they are getting mad and what's happening at the borders. Not just one border. There's talk right now that they're going to they're going to shut Canada completely down. And I last I heard is the fishermen in Nova Scotia were going to put their boats out in the harbor and not let anything come in. You know, I don't know. I'm all for the Canadians. I am. I I feel sorry for them. I wish there was more that I could do. I really think that what we need to do is send our truckers to the northern border and to the southern border and cut the country off. Let this fucker shut down. Shut this fucker down. I'm serious. We've seen this monster grow. We know what it's doing. And we've been trying to control it. 
The only way you can control it is stop feeding it. Follow the money. Stop the money flow and you'll stop feeding it. That's all. That's, that's the only way we can do. So with that, I'm going to get into our little prelude for today. And it's pretty much, we named this, we're going to name this one Smoke and Mirrors. So, do not forget what happened over, two, over the last two years. Let me repeat that again. Do not forget what happened over the last two years. In the next few months, and even... Starting now, the Democrats will try to lead you to believe that the mandates have been dropped because they believed in the science. We all know it was politics that they believed in. That is why the mandates were dropped. Remember, it was the politics they followed, a.k.a. the money. It's not the freedom they followed. It was money. It wasn't your health they worried about. It was control. Liberals around the world do not want you to have your freedoms. How do we know this? Well, as most of you already know, liberals control a lot of things around the world, and they don't want free minds to think. Freedom Convoy, they're trying to shut it down. They're, uh, case in point, if you're on Facebook, and if you try to put something... Freedom Convoy on there or something associated with it, they'll ban you. Uh, last I heard about the website Esty, if you tried to have anything that said Freedom Convoy on it, they'd, they'd ban it. You see where this is going? Freedom. Think about that. Freedom. Freedom. Where, you know... You do your business, we do our business, we all get along happily. That's what it's about, freedom. Freedom of choice. Freedom to choose. Freedom to choose what school you want to go to, what religion you want to be. Freedom to speak. It's all gone. It's all gone. It's pretty bad when even the Amish, the Mennonites... And the indigenous people of this country and of Canada are all against the mandates. Now, in you know, out of respect for the Indians, they'll tell you, "Hey, white man, this wasn't good. We didn't we didn't like it then. We don't like it now. It's the same thing. We've been trying to tell you this since day one, and they have. Nobody'd listen." So we'll go on. They don't want critical thinkers. You're only, allowed in, you're only allowed enough money to barely survive. And if you peacefully protest, you're a terrorist. But if you kill, destroy, loot, or burn, it's okay. And they will bail you out of jail. And it's not just here. It's in Canada. Australia, New Zealand, France, Germany. It's worldwide. Freedom, and make no mistake of it, the freedom of mankind is at stake. Let that sink in. How, I mean, 
Have we ever said that? Have we ever seen the world more united than what it is today? I think you know what the answer to that question is going to be. Take away financial freedom, and now you have a new type of slavery. Obama pushed for Obamacare, and now Biden's pushing for the mandates. Make no mistake, this push for mandates, they're going to try to turn it into law. And just like they force you to take the health care, with little or no regulation, it will lead big pharma, corporate hospitals, making billions of dollars off of your hard-earned money. With no, li with no liability, no accountability. And if you don't do it, you'll be punished. You'll be penalized. You'll be fined. You'll be ostracized, banned, and banished. Think I'm crazy. Think I'm crazy. Look around. Look around. You are now just starting to see people rise up against things. You are now starting to see people band together. Now they're scared. They are very scared. And this is for any non-believers out there. And there's a lot of you out there. Not in this current audience that I know of. But pass this message along to people that you know. If anybody starts saying, well, you think you can take on the government? You know, they got this and they got that. You just will forget about it. You know what my dad would tell me? And he told this to me because I used to think the same way. That's a defeatist attitude. If you've taken that attitude, they've already beat you. They didn't have to do a damn thing to earn it. You just let them take your freedoms. When I said 150% last week, I meant it. And I still mean that now. It means more than anything. Freedom is everything. Don't let anybody take that away from you. Be loud. Be vocal. Act like it's raining out and there's three monkeys heading to the ark and you don't want to be the third monkey. That's where we're at right now. You got the tale of two countries. You got one where if you can burn the national flag and they call that freedom of speech. And you got another one where if you burn a BLM banner, you get five months in jail. You know what? It's crazy. It's crazy. And regardless on how overwhelming everything is right now, I'm not going to give up the fight. No, no. All you're doing is strengthening my resolve. You're pushing me to my oath, which is fine. My oath that I took while I was in service, I still honor it today. To protect this country from all enemies, foreign and domestic. And as morbid as this sounds, and most people don't understand this if you're not a veteran, and don't take this wrong, but as morbid as it sounds, death is our only release. And it's death before dishonor. That's what that means. So, 
let me go on. Let's 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 talk about the new country that we're living in. So I'm going to give you an excerpt from two separate articles. And uh, let you know, let's see if you can guess what they're from. I'll just uh, I'll just give you three letters: DHS. Threats from white supremacists and violent anti-government groups have been largely rhetorical and have not indicated plans to carry any violent attacks. Nevertheless, the consequences of a prolonged economic downturn include real estate foreclosures, unemployment, and inability to obtain credit could create a fertile recruiting environment for right-wing extremists and even result in confrontations between such groups and government authorities similar to those in the past. Right-wing extremists have capitalized on the election of the first blank-blank president, and I'll tell you why it's blank later on, and they are focusing their efforts to recruit new members, mobilize existing supporters, and broaden their scope to appeal through agendas, but they have not yet turned into attacking plans. Notice they said not yet, right? But yet they're bringing all this up. You know, and it says here, During the 1990s, there was issues contributed to the growth of numbers of domestic right-wing terrorists and extremist groups and increased violent acts targeting government facilities, law enforcement, officers, banks, and infrastructure sectors. We might have to do some looking into that because I don't think that was entirely true. Because if you know me, I don't believe anything that the liberals even say. Growth of these groups subsided in the reaction of increased government scrutiny and the result of the 1995 Oklahoma City bombing, disrupted plots, improvements in the economy, and the continued U.S. standing of preeminent world power. The possible passage of new restrictions of firearms and the return of military veterans facing significant challenges integrating into their communities could lead to potential emergence of terrorist groups or lone wolf extremists capable of carrying violent attacks. So let's move on, shall we? Returning veterans possess combat skills and experience that are attractive to right-wing extremists. DHS and IA is concerned about the right-wing extremists and will attempt to recruit and radicalize returning, returning veterans in order to boost their capability. And then they have a couple highlights. Current economic and political climate, exploiting economic downturn, historical presidential elections... Uh, economic hardship and extremism, revisiting the 1990s. Uh, what else? Hmm. Legislative and judicial drives, illegal immigration. Any of this sound familiar yet? You know, this is what they're covering. A perceived threat from other other countries. Hmm. Where have we seen that before? And they believe that the New World Order will bring about the world government and upsert the sovereignty of the United States and its constitution, thus infringing upon the liberty. Hmm. Where have we heard that before? Or here's one. Fear of communist regimes and related conspiracy theories characterizing the U.S. government in a role to either 
complicit in a foreign invasion <coughs> or acquising as part of the one world government plan. Hmm. Interesting. Oh, here we go. Disgruntled military veterans. You know, it says after Declaration Desert Shield and Desert Storm, some returning military veterans, including Timothy McVeigh, who was like one of maybe three million that returned, joined or associated with right-wing extremist groups. And the FBI noted that in 2008, a white supremacist movement had some returning military veterans from wars in Iraq and Afghanistan joining extremist groups. You know, nothing like uh, what happened over in uh, with the Hells Angels. You know, because they were all patriotic. And they were. And that, that's another story for another time. But uh, here, let me read you another another piece here. <clears throat> Widespread online proliferation of false misleading narratives, including unsubstantiated widespread election fraud. Grievances associated with these themes and inspired violent extremist attacks during 2000. And I can't remember what it says here. Malign foreign governments have continued to amplify the false and misleading narratives and efforts to damage the United States. God, these sound so familiar. So familiar. Oh, that's right. That's because the first one I read to you, and if any, if any of you remember, was from the Office of Intelligence and An Analysis Assessment to the Department of Homeland Security, titled Right-Wing Extremism, Current Economic and Political Climate Refueling and Resurgence of Radicalization and Recruitment. Now, you could sit there and say, most of this doesn't apply to you. And you are absolutely right. Because most common Americans don't think a lot like what's over there. Except... They've already classified you in that group. You had no choice. You had no say. Because you expressed discontent with the current political and economic environment. By the way, inflation is now at 7.5%. Pretty good being that, you know, we still got a full year to go. Jesus. And the second one was rattled off. Just on February 7th of this year. The other one? Who was the vice president with that one? Joe Biden. Yeah, I drink something. I'm thirsty. That was Obama with uh, Janet Reno, I believe she was. That was in charge of Department of Homeland Security. And she was the one that came out and said that. Uh, I had already been back from Iraq for about a year and my oldest was over there. So this applied to him. So I immediately emailed it to him over there. Our troops were not pleased. 
our service members were not happy. They wondered why there's disgruntled. That here's the deal. Here's the deal. You have to look at where the trust is. Who trusts who? Do you trust the government? No, because they have no accountability at all. Where have you ever seen the government being accountable in anything that they freaking do? You don't. You don't find any accountability anywhere through the facet of anything. The only thing that happens is some small guys in the chain get fired. You never see somebody big get taken down because they have political diplomatic immunity, we'll just like to say. That's what we'll call it from now on. That's what they have. Any of the ABC outfits that are out there have diplomatic immunity. But I do have a message, and I don't know if any law enforcement are on here. Uh, I, I respect everything that you do. I do. Uh, to the law enforcement and to the sheriff departments that are out there, if this protest happens, can you look at it as just a protest? Don't do like what they're doing in Ottawa. And a special shout out to those that resign from the police department in Ottawa. You guys and you gals have my utmost respect for doing such things. I know that was not an easy choice. But if you get a chance, Google the chief of police of Ottawa and find out where he came from. All I can the only thing I will tell you is nothing from the UN has ever been fucking good. You talk to anybody that was in the military that had to deal with the UN. Nothing they do is freaking good. In fact, the UN is nothing but scandals. Look up where he used to work and what he used to do. And then you'll understand that he is part of the problem. My... My thoughts and my prayers for freedom go out to the world. Australia's shouting. France is shouting. Germany is shouting. Luxembourg, Czechoslovakia, uh, England, New Zealand, Canada, all of them. Bolivia, as small as it is, down in, you know, they're doing what they can. And you know what? I've said this before, and I, I, I'll keep on saying it again. It's hard to believe how small this world is. The freedoms that everybody has, everybody's protesting for the same thing. Freedom. And all the liberals are throwing a fit. You know, like the mayor of Windsor. He's throwing a fit because he says, enough is enough. You're, you're, politi you're financially damaging this and hurting American jobs. What the fuck do you care about American jobs? 
What did you care about your own people's jobs? Why don't you care about your own people? The Canadians that are up there. You you neither denied nor acknowledged their existence that was up there. You said, oh yeah, they did their protest. Okay, now it's time to go home. They did their protest and it's time to go home. And you think that you side with, you know, you understand what they're saying, but you did nothing. You did nothing. The fact that you said nothing about, you know, saying that, you know, you sided with them. As in, you know, I understand what they're doing and I believe in their cause. Did you say anything? No. No. You're just a puppet. And remember what I told you about the puppet masters? Them are the people we got to control. We stop, we shorten the flow of money and the puppet masters will listen. They'll listen because greed has one weakness and that's money. You take away some of that money and they will do damn near anything to get it back. Even if it means giving in to your demands. With that, hey, I'm going to let you all go with one other thing to tell you. Uh, I guess I've been put in charge of the area between Grand Island and Lincoln for helping with the convoy effort. So if you guys want to know more about that, give me a shout. Uh, If you're not on Telegram, get on Telegram. There, that place is full of information. (laughs) More information than you care to have. The other thing you need to do is you need to get on Zello. If you can get on Zello, I'll try to do a podcast and I'll try to do a live podcast. And if we want to get some people involved in here, we can have them online at the same time. But I need more than one person to get on there. I'm on there. I already created a chat room for us and most of you got the text for that. And if if you're new listening to it and you want information about it, you need to let me know and I'll add you to the chat room. And... uh, then you can, we can sit there and discuss things in current time and uh, in real-time events. So, hey, with that, all I can say is God bless America. God bless our Canadian brothers and sisters and the rest of our brothers and sisters around the world that are doing all this for freedom. I'm a little disappointed that it's taking the United States as long as what it's doing to, to even step into this stage. And if they do step into this stage... I sure as hell hope this thing's majestic. That's all I can say. With that, my name's Tom. We'll talk to you next time. Coming out of the rabbit hole.